Hello and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now. I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And here it is, the last show of April. It's the 26th, 2022. Can I rewind for just a moment? Oh, my voice sounds terrible, doesn't it? It's very scratchy, very... Sounds good to me. <clears throat> the opening says uh, something about uh, unscripted and undone, but with columnist John C. Dvorak. Is that still a true statement? Yeah, I just sent out a Substack column today, as a matter of I, fact. I, did, I, did, it. I read it. I read it. It was about the hysteria, once again, by media on uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter. Right. And how everybody thinks this is now the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> pretty much, right? Is that summation of the whole thing? That's pretty much what it sounds like. <laughs> well, here we are at the end of April and things really stink. I mean, the markets are just in just awful disarray and things are crazy. As a matter of fact, the NASDAQ 100, when you include the low in the after hours market, was down 5% today. Pretty hmm. substantial. But markets are moving to lows. We're getting close to that February, I think it's February 24th low that we saw that a lot of people said that we were going to test. And then there's a lot of people now predicting some really crazy levels. I was talking to a, a, a gent tonight who is an analyst for himself. And he said, oh, we're going to 28,000 on the Dow. I'm like, well, how did you get to that number? 40 years of investing. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, I've been doing this a long time, he says. And I'm telling you, when they start selling, just like when they bought and it went to the other side too much beyond levels that were imaginable, it's going to be the same thing. They're going to overshoot to the downside, 28000 on the Dow. So that's another 12% for the Dow. I think it's a possibility. I think I'm not seeing it, but it's a possibility. Yeah, I think it is a possibility. I think that if you do take the Dow as he's talking about, and you do tack on another 12% loss, it's right where the NASDAQ is year to date. The NASDAQ's down 20%. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yep. The S&P was uh, down 12 for the year. Dow Jones down about 8. NASDAQ down 19. Hysteria after the close when Google came out. We'll talk about that. Currencies are moving crazy. U.S. dollars getting really hot. And in fact, we've been looking at client portfolios in any uh any unhedged and hedged positions that we have in our bonds or, or, or equities that are overseas and thinking about switching so that they're unhedged to take out the dollar when the dollar eventually comes back down to earth. Eventually. It could be a while. Yeah, I know. That's why we're contemplating not doing yet, but it may happen. Small part of the portfolio that has uh, hedging. So we're thinking about uh, moving that China is jailing their citizens. Did you see that? Did I say something? Hello? Hello, John? Yeah. Jeez. How's that AOL connection doing? You there? Hello? Oh, John. <laughs> John, if you can hear me, please restart, reconfigure, reamp, re-up. 
Yeah. Well, John's audio is off. He's on. John, you there? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just this 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 uh, more recent Zoom connections are making it hard for my router to to sync. I I have to get a new router. Or it could be that the Zoom is trying to save money due to the fact their stock is down eighty eight percent since the high. Well, that could be. That yep. wouldn't surprise me. Yep. You got to cut costs somehow. Exactly. Why don't you just cut your service? What the hell, right? Well, that's what I've, I've always believed that's what Twitter was always doing when they would kick people off who are super popular. Like when they probably, uh, their bottom line probably increased tremendously when they got rid of Trump. I mean, the band, their bandwidth, just the general bandwidth because of the messaging. Yeah, that's what I'm the, saying. Yeah, yeah. Retweet, tweets. China, I, said, I said before you went on a little hiatus there that, that China is now uh, jailing their citizens. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they are. So they've been playing this video clip over and over with these people going and uh, screwing in uh, these screws into this blue fencing. Have you seen that one over and over? No, I have not. Oh, yeah. They, they, have, they, they go in front of an apartment, you see these guys. They always wear these orange vests and things like that in China, right? The workers. And they, yeah. and they have uh, these, these tall... They're plastic or metal, non-see-through, I mean, just straight up uh, mini walls that they're screwing together in front of an apartment building. I mean, can you imagine being in there? Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, I, no, I can't, but I can I understand it. Yeah. Oh. They're nuts. Nuts. Uh, I don't see why, you know, if you're Chinese, why does somebody club one of these guys with these costumes on? Because you can't see anybody in there. And then take the costume and you can go around town, do whatever you want. Ah, there you go. I used to watch movies. It's like Squid Game. Squid Game, the the guy took over the costume and with the mask on and nobody knew who was what. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I only saw one episode of that thing. Yeah, I haven't finished it. I got to finish it. It had plot holes I didn't like. <laughs> There's no question about that. It was just entertaining the concept. You know, that you'll do anything to get money and the people that they brought into it. Anyway, uh, something with yields that has not happened in three years we're going to talk about this evening. And a question, do they have to use the word nuclear in a sentence when they're talking? Does the Russian guy have to use the word nuclear? Can he just say we have a lot of options or, you know, I don't, back it's up? just, a, I don't know what the point is. You don't need to say the word nuclear. No, you just, it's bad. It's a bad word. It's a bad word. And then we heard not, twice today, two nuclears today. First. Oh. First nuclear was the conversation over the weekend, I should say, that was brought into uh, that that Russia has nuclear weapons and blah, 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 blah. Right? This whole thing. Yeah, I think we know that. Yeah. The second one was Iran is going to have nuclear capabilities within weeks. Yeah. I, I, I the, the, Gee, you know, the first time I heard the within weeks about I, Iran was probably 10 years ago. Hmm. Very bad. All I've ever heard about Iranian uh, uh, development is within a couple of weeks, they're going to have the bomb and they got the missiles and blah, blah, blah. It's, I've, where, 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 where is it? Hmm. Some people in the chat room are saying we have a hiss. I don't know where that's coming from. All these things are down. It's them booing the show. Oh, it could be. Uh, and yields finally, finally turning lower a bit over the last couple of days. We're getting back to this level of uh, I would say 
correlations coming back to normality. Where stocks would be down, they look for safety, and you go to bonds, you go to cash, you go to gold, you go to maybe Bitcoin. Starting to see a little bit of that shine through after when we saw there was a, a, a consistent level of um, everything's bought or everything's sold. Yeah. So there you go. All right, market. I'm watching, I'm watching a number of these things. I'm watching oil. Oil did break 100. It went down. Yeah, 95. It hit 95. Yeah, and it popped back up, but yeah. it, it's, I wonder, I think it's ready to drop. I think that once you start hitting demand like you are in China, where you lock down the entire city of Shanghai, and now there is the potential for Beijing. You see, they did 20 million tests. I oh, will talk about that in a second. 20 million tests. Guess how many? Don't say it now. How many positive, maybe positive, COVID cases on the 20 million test? We'll get to that. Big week for earnings. We saw after the hours today, Microsoft come out, Google come out, Amazon's tomorrow. Things are just all over the place. Kind of a crazy. Twitter, Musk, Musk, Twitter, VIX, greater than 30. Musk, Twitter, Twitter, Musk is, is not only did you write about it, but it's everywhere. You can't, you can't get away from it. It's everywhere. It's, it's so annoying. I, I think I'm the only one who wrote about it with any common sense. It is really unbelievable, the obsession that we have. And you know who you don't hear about anymore? Except from Musk. Like a Bill Gates you don't hear about anymore, besides Potbelly that Musk was making fun of, saying, if you, if you want to lose your boner, look at this picture, and uh, <laughs> which is ridiculous. You don't hear about Warren Buffett, although this weekend is the Berkshire Hathaway weekend confab, but you don't hear about him anymore, what he's doing. It's like he's been, oh, he's too old. He's a rich guy, but he's too old. It's all, it's Musk all the time. Yeah. The guy's really a good at getting, he uses the. Oh, don't say it. What? Hello? Yeah. You can't hear me? Now I can. I said he uses the Donald Trump techniques uh, to get attention. Which is what? Negative sentiment and. No, he says stupid, you know, not stupid, but crazy things that everyone gets all jacked up about. Now, he did a great job this weekend. I'll tell you what he did this weekend. I think it was Sunday, early yeah. Sunday. He wrote, moving on. Now, what does that say to you on Sunday? Before you knew what was going on with whether the tender offer was going to be placed or whether Twitter was going to accept or not accept, moving on. Wouldn't you think it's like, ah, he gave up on Twitter? Moving. Yeah, that's what I think you might think. Yeah. yeah. You, you you thought wrong. If of course, did that. an hour and a half later, he comes out with with a comment on his tweet saying, oh, uh, re regarding my focus of on Bill Gates and, and his climate change issues. So he must have known that he was going to do that and, and spark a lot of conversation about what does that mean? What does that mean? So yeah. pretty crazy. Could be. I don't know. Market is starting to question growth, which we're talking about with oils and chips right now. Big reversal yesterday. Unbelievable move from the down 500 to up. Yes, or it was a 500 point reversal yesterday. Amazing. And natural gas. Wow. Wow. The price of natural gas is unbelievable. What happened today was astounding. Yeah. So we got a lot of carrots that we are jingling in front of you. And I'll tell you, the start, starting off the show, what you're going to start hearing, aside from the fact that maybe we're going to have a CNBC special market in turmoil. Turmoil. <laughs> okay. What, Could be. What you're going to have is 
a situation where you're going to start hearing these very distinct one-liners. One, eh, it's an orderly sell-off. Nothing to worry about. An orderly sell-off. I don't even knew what that really meant, but they try to say something like, well... I, I, think, I think it means sensible as opposed to panicky. I mean, yeah, when you see gap downs of prices, where you see, for example, if Microsoft all of a sudden opened up, it was trading, I'm just going to give a number, $300 per share, and it opens up at 220 just for a moment. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not so orderly. Yeah, well, you have a point. But if it goes down from 300 to 220 during the day, throughout the day, very nicely and smoothly, I suppose that's orderly. Yes. Yeah. The next thing you're yeah. going to hear is, it's a healthy process. The, I don't consider the market necessarily a true living organism. Well, it is healthy. It needs to happen. It's quite like, and you can think of it like a forest needing to be burned down every once in a while to get rid of the excess and then have much stronger growth because it leads you to- get rid of the brush. Yes. This is what they're talking about. The next one is, wow, what a great buying opportunity. Well, this is CNBC's uh, yeah. Ballywick. Yeah. Well, that's a great, uh, the prices, man- if I liked it at 1000 I love it at 800 You know, you hear this about Tesla a lot. Like, what a gift. Tesla under 1000 What a gift. And then uh, cleansing. It's a cleansing. So some people like are really cleansing. complaining about you are... Hang on a second. All right, we're going to do a quick test. Everybody in the chat room, listen for a second. I'm going to mute John for a moment. John is now muted. Do you still hear the ringing, the, the hissing, the dental music, the dental noise, whatever? I'm going to turn it back on. He's back on. I think that's what I did. So you could tell me. Um, all right. Bit of a buzz on my side, and it's possible. I don't know what, what would cause that. I'd have to reboot. I mean, I have a conditioner here for electric, but who knows? Who knows what it is? So yes, what? Still the same. Yes, what? Yes, what? They're saying yes. Was the ringing there the whole time? It's not John. Oh, well, I don't know. I... Well, if it's not me, then you're out of luck. It could be something you're running. You're running a, a meat running grinder anything. or anything back there? Uh, No, I don't know. I'll have to reboot the system. We'll see what it is. Uh, you know what? It, it could be the stream, too. That it could, uh, be. Yes. could be the stream. Could be the stream. Well, you sound good to me. Yeah, you sound great to me also. So then again, it has to be the stream if that's the case. All right, now. Look at the yuan. You know how they say yuan or the renminbi in yeah, China? When you go there, they, they always say yuan. Nah. Yuan. Yuan. That's what I say. Here's, look at this image. Look at that. That doesn't look that big, big of a deal on that right-hand side, that hockey stick. That was a big move. Now, what is that move telling me? That move is telling you the incredible move of the U.S. dollar against China once they started the lockdowns. So, oh, the, so the dollars become worth more. Worth more. It's been it's the dollar has been dropping since April from seven dollars and twenty yuan to where it was at six dollars and thirty. Yeah, it's down there. The dollar is dropping. Now it's just cranking. Shooting straight up. Yep. Um, so this is interesting because you have to wonder. I remember what it was for. Hmm? Oh, really? I thought I remember that. I could be wrong. 
Maybe it was 10. I don't know. I had to look at a longer one. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The thing is that this is showing us very significant uh, move in this from $6.40 to $6.58. doesn't seem, again, very significant. But when you have, like this, a very relatively stable position since October, give or take a bit, this is a pretty big move. And it's showing us that China, there's a big concern about China, big concern about their economy. Big concern about the fact that these lockdowns are going to cause all sorts of problems with China. Therefore, it's weakening their economy. There's already been several GDP uh, estimates out that are, that are lower than ours. When's the last time you heard that China's GDP was lower than the U.S.? Never. Yeah. So that's going on there. Maybe the, maybe the 1930s. Crazy. Twitter. Twitter confirming definitive agreement to be acquired by the... Uh, Elon Musk at 5420. <laughs> I got I finally got something with 420 in it per share. Yeah. Cash. And I, I, joker. I'm I'm gonna make a a a a uh penis420 website.com or something and maybe he'll buy it. Yeah, he might. <laughs> so it's valued at about 44 billion. We got some things to talk about there. Chip prices. There's been a sharp drop in graphic chip chip prices, which is interesting because the sharp drop has gone from extraordinarily over the MSRP to just way over the MSRP. They were trading at about 77% over MSRP, GPU, uh, GPUs. Mm -hmm. They did this huge markup because you couldn't get them. Yeah. And demand for GPUs may also be dropping because cryptocurrency, Ethereum is expected to change the way it operates this summer. Uh, which didn't happen, uh, but it's going to happen maybe soon, reducing the demand for graphic chips that power systems to mine the cryptocurrency. So, I don't know. Some talking about a glut coming up. You see what happened with NVIDIA, Micron, the whole, you know, the the, the chip uh, index has been obliterated, which is interesting because there's still a shortage of these things. And they're still being over MSRP. I, I'm not getting exactly why everything is moving the way it is. It's a very bad situation. It really is. Well, the other thing is Shanghai being dropped. Uh, you've been to Shanghai, right? Oh, yeah. And you, that's a, a major port. All right. It's a major city, major world city. It's yeah. unbelievably. Uh, it's a great place. And uh, so with them having lockdowns, it means that manufacturing slowed. It means that... Probably a lot of the ports are stacked up once again with goods coming in and going out. So it's a problem, but you had to wonder if they're not being able to do that, why is that happening? But the prices were overpriced to a, to an extreme. The, the fact the supply chain was screwed up to an extreme. Hmm. Yeah. So... Uh, the yield on the one-year T-bill is 1.94%. The two-year is 2.67%. Uh, both of those have surpassed the dividend yield on the S&P 500 for the first time in three years. That's interesting. Now, here's what's interesting about it. Let's just for a moment go with a hypothetical situation. And I say, hey, John... I said, yeah. I said, hey, I know you love your dividends. You love to invest in things that have decent dividends. They pay you every quarter like clockwork. And many of these companies increase their dividends over time. 
But you know, at the same time, when you do that, you also have the risk of the underlying security. And you're like, I'm okay with that. I like these names. I like the Ford. I like, you know, uh, GE or whatever. Pick whatever you want, okay? But I say to you, hey, you know what? Your yield is 3%. You're like, yeah, that's uh, that's what I have. I got, I got the opportunity and I get the 3% dividend. You're happy pappy. Now, all of a sudden, I tell you, hey, John... You can get a guarantee 4% on a CD or on a two-year treasury. And you're thinking to yourself, let me understand this. I'm getting 3% with full risk of the underlying security. I could lose money. I can get 4% with a guarantee of no risk. That changes that dynamic pretty substantially, doesn't it? I think it changes it. So what happens to the value of the stocks or the desire to purchase those stocks for the dividend. Well, it seems that it would lessen it. Correct. So what you get is a giant sucking sound out of stocks. Because I, once once you get that crossover, the substantial. Amongst those people, yes. Amongst those people that are looking for dividends. How about this? How about a pension plan that has a requirement for a certain income and they're relying on the potential growth of the stock, just like I talked to you about, and they have the option of um, putting the money somewhere else. Now, when rates were, were were very low, we had Tina. Remember Tina? There is Maybe. no alternative. Oh, yeah, right, Tina. There, where am I going to put my money? I can't put my money in a CD. I make 0.01%. can't put it in a bond. I'm making 025 so you know what? I'll take the risk and I get pushed into stocks. The Fed loves that because we get the wealth effect that grows. And remember something, what the Fed is doing right now, those bumble-headed dickheads that I say will go down as the worst Fed ever. They are doing exactly the opposite, a mirror, reverse mirror image of what they did to try to stimulate the economy with the purpose of growing assets and creating wealth effect moving risk assets higher, making sure the economy expands. They are doing everything I just said, put that in the reverse. And that's why we're seeing what's happening right now. Well, I think there's a lot of people that would agree with you based on the way the market's been reacting. Yeah, because you got guys walking around saying, oh, we're going to go 50 basis, but well, maybe 75. There's some people saying they're going to take, oh, about 5% by the end of the year to break the inflation cycle. I'm thinking... Oh my God, who, who, what, did these people go to school for this or are they just dreaming up weird scenarios? The Fed can't do that. The Fed can't move 25 basis points without taking a trillion dollars worth of wealth out of the markets. <laughs> this is true. So how are they going to do 50 basis points four times to the end of the year? Because That's what's not going to happen. That's this, how they do it. Yeah, it's going to be a crossover. This is going to be a crossover. Once you start talking up this, like they're talking, listen, I went to the store the other day and you know, the line I give you that the greatest way to rein in higher prices is higher prices. Right? Yeah, that would do it. I go to the store. I go to the store that I buy chicken. I told you about this before. It has a, it's a Latin market down the road from my house. They always have good chicken at good prices, chicken breasts. I usually pay eh, anywhere from $199 to $279 a pound. I go there, there's three people standing and staring at the chicken case. 
I'm thinking, what's happening? I walk up. I'm a fourth person now staring at the chicken case, okay? Because we're looking at the price at five fifty a pound. Wow. And we're all going, what are we doing? How does that work? And if it's five fifty a pound there at Publix, it's probably $7. I don't even want to know what it costs at Whole Foods. Yeah. Eight. So the people that I'm with, they were negotiating with themselves saying, okay, five something a pound for the chicken breasts that are off the bone. $3.99 a pound for chicken breasts on the bone. And I said, you know, somebody's calculated the waste in there and it's probably the same price. There's no arbitrage here. I would agree. So then they moved a little bit to the left and they were like looking at the chicken thighs, which are about 80% fat. For a dollar ninety nine pound, chicken thighs are not eighty percent fat. There's a lot of fat, but in there. please continue. There's a lot of fat in there. A lot of fat on thighs or on the dark meat or whatever. They, I don't know. Maybe they they spun out the the leg or something. There's a lot of fat on there. So I'm like, I'm not buying that. So I I ended up buying it, but I said I'm not buying them again. I was I needed to make some dinner and all. So anyway, lots of reasons for the chicken issue, but the point is that I am not going to go and spend. What, I bought $30 worth of chicken, which I usually pay like $12 for. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, they've done, they've pulled this stunt. And I'm surprised people haven't made some equation about this. In other words, this is what Roosevelt did in the during the Depression when he dumped milk down the drain. And that's what they've essentially done with chicken when they started just culling them for no good reason because they think they all have bird flu when they don't. So they've taken millions of chickens off the market, millions. And now their prices are jacked up and I don't know what purpose it serves. Uh, there was, I think, when they d- dumped the milk down the drain, it was to save the farmer so they could make some money. And I don't know if it's the same process at work. Uh, Democrats are both involved. I don't know. I, I'm kind of mystified by it. Yeah, the, the, the um, and then you have meat prices, which are ridiculous as well. Egg prices have moved up dramatically. That, that, and that's just that region of the store. And then there's that whole other group of people that are raising prices because they can raise prices with no good reason to do so. Well, there is a good reason for them. Well, yeah, they get more profits, but I'm saying if they are not, if they're not getting, um, if, if they're not having input costs that are that much higher, they're still going to do it. Yeah. They are, and that's why the public needs to be more cautious and be selective. Right, right. And that's what's going to happen. The thing about food is perishable. Correct. So if everyone just point. stops buying yep. it, yep. it's just money lost. Yep. All right, natural gas. Russia is going to halt gas flows to Poland on Wednesday. The company says it hasn't got any outstanding payments and that the cutoff is a breach of its contract. It won't pay in rubles. European national gas today up 17%. <laughs> Could you imagine living in this world like that? I mean, we do so live this in a world. This is where you start thinking about what kind of investments would you make that kind of counter this? And I'm thinking companies that make sweaters. <laughs> yeah. And gloves. Gloves. Gloves, sweaters, gloves and sweaters. And, and fans, for that matter. Yeah. Uh, the insulated underwear. It's terrible. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. 
blankets. And, and, and that's what that's what they're going to do. I mean, Russia has listen. We're we're not we're we're not supposed to be in this fight, quote unquote. Supposed to be. I'm not saying I'm not making a judgment. I'm just saying from Russia's side, we're not supposed to be in this fight. They're not NATO. What are we doing supplying them? Right. That's their thinking. That would be uh, the thinking, yes. And what we're doing is hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Stinger missiles, which now we have a shortage of, by the way. Uh, well, you know, that that's good for the companies making Stinger missiles. Yeah. Look at the defense companies. That's where the, the money's going to oh, flow. They're all cranked up, yep. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Lockheed in particular. But European natural gas going up 17%. That's going to put a, a crimp in their giddy-up. Terrible. And if they sh that's just shutting it down to Poland. What happens if they shut down other? No, oh, they will. That's going to be a problem. And they're not giving up. They're not giving in. And now they want to, They want Moldovia. What's it? What's that? I don't know about this. What was that about? I think that's just some creation. I don't know if the Russians want Mel Moldovia. Seems like uh, and, and Moldovia doesn't even have a fighting force. Maybe that's why they want it. They, they need to be able to just walk in and take it. That's what it is. They need a win. <laughs> so let's let's abandon Ukraine. Take Moldova. Yeah, we'll take no. Moldova. Yeah, we can just walk in there. Nobody's going to fight us. We'll take no Moldova. We won. See, this is you know the Russian thing is, is reporting in this whole thing is so poor. We're getting no real information. We got no people. No, they won't put any reporters in embed them with anybody and that just we don't know what's going on it's, we have to rely on the mediocre news sources terrible uh let's see what else i got uh let's go back to twitter and musk uh 44 billion dollars 38 percent premium over largest buy by one individual musk is coming up with about 12 percent excuse me he's coming up with um 65 percent uh, of the money 12 percent of that will be a margin loan against Tesla shares, which is pretty fascinating. He's setting himself up here. If you think about that for a second, 12% of the deal, which is, what is that? That's a $5 billion round number against yeah. Tesla shares. And you got to wonder what the margin uh, differential is and what happens if they crack Tesla shares, he gets a margin loan call. Well, it's not company shares. It's his personal holdings in Tesla. He'll get a, sh a, a margin call. Oh, he could in the way the market's acting. That's yeah. a possibility. Tesla was that down 12%, that would hurt. 12 today. Hmm. It was down at 800 and, I don't know, $90. This is after everybody looked at the whole Twitter thing and says, let me get this straight. Jack couldn't run the company on his own. He couldn't run the company when he was the co-CEO, remember when he did that whole gig of oh, two yeah. companies? That didn't work out so well. And what's going to be in it and how is this going to work? And is this going to be a distraction? Then you have to ask other questions like, what happened to the poison pill? Twitter puts in a poison well, that pill. Is, now, boy, you got me on that one. I forgot about it too. They put in a poison pill, which doesn't mean that somebody can't take over the company if they agree to it, but they put the poison pill in over the weekend and all that. It's kind why, of a lame poison pill, though. Why didn't the board of directors stop for a second and do a shop around? Why didn't they say, you know, maybe they did? Well, we don't know absolutely for absolutely sure that they didn't. Now, we do know that in 2014, Google wanted to buy them. 
And there was it, there was some discussion of uh, was it uh, Salesforce? Yes, there was. Benioff wanted him, but I, it just seems like they caved so easily. Maybe they, here's the point. I think there's some things like if they're fi- they must have put in the deal. I know the CEO did. If he's fired, he gets forty two million dollars. I think maybe there's a four twenty right there. There's another four twenty. Oh, jeez. Yeah, four twenty. Four four forty two million dollars and sixty nine cents. So I don't know. The whole thing is 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 hilarious. And then the question with the free speech, we'll we'll see what happens. It's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating. All right, let's see what else I got. Um, uh, Tesla down, silly. Okay. Oh, so once the uh, deal went through, Dogecoin popped twenty seven percent. Wow. Remember that's the one that he likes to play yes, with. Yes, 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 Musk's coin. Yeah. So it jumped twenty seven percent after the announcement that Twitter would be purchasing by the. Uh, the Tesla CEO and no connection whatsoever. There's no reason for it to move, but okay. Well, maybe the great thinking, thing about crypto. Well, they think they'll put in Dogecoin into the Twitter platform somehow for payments. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> People have gone absolutely nuts. Haven't they? Well, they think like that. Yes. Mm. Let's see what we got. Netflix, or do we call it Netflop? Uh, going after password sharing. This is pretty interesting. We all do this. We have my understanding. If you're and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I think you know about this. When they first instituted Netflix, they expected people to share amongst family members. It was built into the numbers. Correct. Correct. No so questions. now what? So they're going to change that so you can't share your password? You can and how share- are they going to stop it? What mechanism are they going to use to stop it? So uh, what they're going to do is, this is the discussion here. It's going to um, prevent, there's 100 million households using shared passwords. You'll be prevented from using shared passwords if you're not at the same address. So somehow, some way, they're going to use some kind of geotagging, geo something, something or other. doesn't work. Why does it work? You spoof it? It just doesn't. Well, I use a VPN most of the time. So I'm in Venezuela. Uh, I've seen uh, there's a lot of people that, depending on their connection or who they're getting their internet service from, they're using rotating IP addresses. They don't have a fixed IP address. Very few people do. And a lot of the, you know, and a lot of it is subnets. I mean, there's a million reasons that's a stupid idea. Yeah. Uh, well, what they do is they already do this in Peru, Costa Rica, and Chile. Well, Price, good for them. The pricing is different per country. So it's about $2.13 per month in Peru, $2.99 in Costa Rica. And oh, I'll just get a VPN out of Costa Rica and I'll get the $2.99 deal. Well, it's $2.99 on top of your basic. Oh, you mean $2.99. So this okay, is for people that are sharing passwords. But yeah, I, I, it, it's going to be interesting because why would I want to have, well. But what does Netflix have that you'd want to watch? So I'm right now watching uh, The Last Kingdom, which is about five seasons of one-hour medieval-style Saxons versus the Danes. Wow. Where exciting! my eyes roll up so far in my head when I watch this, I can't get through an episode. It takes me like three times. So it's been about four years I've been watching, <laughs> trying to get through this. But seriously, I put this thing on and I watch and I try so hard to watch it and I just can't. So it's a good pill. I don't think they have anything worth watching on Netflix. I yeah, mean, everyone talks about Bridgerton. 
Okay, well, whatever that is. Yeah, I think there's some good series on there. I like it. I, I mean, my kids like it. Is it worth the it's price, good. especially if you're going to have to pay per per subscription, per household, so you can't sh share it with, you know, somebody in the bathroom? $15 a month I can handle. Is that not worth $15 a month? I pay $15 I a month. I think it's a good deal. It's $15 a month. It's a good deal. I don't think so. Why not? Because there's nothing on it. I spend plenty of time on Netflix. It's plenty of documentaries that you would I like. I spend all my time on Hulu, okay. Amazon. Okay. I think Amazon's got a better selection of stuff. Yeah. Really? And a YouTube TV. Those are my three. Okay. I, I mean, I have a, a Netflix account, but the number of times I flip it on is rare. I don't have Hulu and I don't have YouTube TV. I have Amazon and Netflix. And yeah, Paramount you Plus. get Hulu and you get the with you get the the subscription that takes the ads out and, and gives you HBO Plus and a bunch of other features. Mm -hmm. You 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 don't turn you don't look back. Hulu is the superior product. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll take a look at that. I told you this before. You still I know I've had Hulu skeptical. four times on four different email for one month subscriptions for the freebie. Then I cancel <laughs> when I want to watch something bad enough. They can't, and that's that's the point right there. They can't police any of this, right? This is no, this is not possible. No, they're going to end up making customers mad because you're going to have some situation where your IP address has changed because you got a rotating IP address from one of the one of your providers, whoever it might be, and it's going to change. And the next thing you know, they're going to say, "Oh, this you're not the, this is different. This is a different. You're coming in from a different place." And you just move, you know, sometimes I get my IP, my regular IP address without the VPNs. I, I show up in Berkeley. I show up in Oakland. I show up in uh, El Cerrito. I'm, I show up at two or three different towns around here. Hmm. Hmm. And then, right. it, by the way, if you use IP locators yeah. to see where you're supposed to be coming from, which is it's nothing different than what they're using. They're not even the same from locator to locator. This is not a good idea. I, like I said, I don't know how they're going to do it, but and I think it's going to take a long time to do, but it's pretty desperate. This was all bound to happen, though. We know the front loading that happened during the pandemic. Everybody was, you know, Peloton down 88% from where it was. Zoom down 85% from where it was. And you can go down the list of all of those, like DocuSign, which I think, by the way, DocuSign, once you get in that, inside of that, um, lobster trap, it's hard to get out if you're using it for business. And I got to tell you something, saves me an enormous time. Th there was a staff member that would be doing all of that work. Now it's- DocuSign's an amazing product. Now it's just a click of a button. But what did it have, what, what's the, what does it look like? What's the stock look like? It's awful. Well, it's a good time to buy. Maybe. I don't see DocuSign going away. I don't either, but there's competition. Like who? Adobe. There's also like other signing apps that are just cheap out there that kids use. Kids. I mean, I use it. I think it's great. The only thing is they want to start charging me more. Let's see. One year, one year, one year is down 63%. Year to date. What's, the, four, what's the symbol? D-O-C-U. Interesting. So, yep. All right, let's see what else we got here. Moving right along into China GDP. We talked about that. Okay, there's been knocked down about 4.5%. A technology story that I need to ask you about because I have no idea what I'm talking about or what I'm reading here. It's about chips with lights, not wires. 
Yeah, what about it? Photonics. Computers using light rather than electronic currents for processing is only years ago seen as research products are gaining traction in startups that have solved the engineering challenge of using photons and chips are getting big funding. Yeah. <laughs> Silicon photonics. Yeah, photonics. This has been talked about for 25 years at least. And there's always the problem is the interface between the electronic side of it and the photonic side of it. They can't seem to get those two elements to talk to each other properly or it slows it down or I don't know. And there's a lot of moaning and groaning about it. Yeah, it speeds things up. No doubt about that. Is this uh, hydrogen powered cars? Is this uh, 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 turning uh, dirt into gold concept? Is that what this is? You know, I have better. No, I think it's one of these things. You run into this with technology a lot where some, where the idea comes out and it just flops and flops and flops. And then something happens and then it takes over the place. And I suspect that's going to happen one of these days, but the day it may not be any time, but we might both be dead by the time it happens, but it will happen. <laughs> it will happen. Okay. Uh, that will definitely will happen. I, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's it definitely, it always does. It always happens. Mm. Now the hydrogen thing is more fascinating to me because they've got uh, hydrogen powered jet engines that will uh, fly up, you know, a big the jumbo jet. Mm. And they don't talk about that a lot, but the hydrogen thing, I've kept hearing about the hydrogen economy, the hydrogen economy. And yeah. I've driven hydrogen powered cars. And they're pretty much like a regular car, except for the screaming. Uh, they scream when you punch it. It's oh, really—it's like, like a whistling scream. No, it's like a scream. Oh, really? It's like a banshee. <laughs> it's an unpleasant sound. And I don't know that what they're going to do about that. I'm sure there's something that could be done about it. They just have to muffle it somehow. Modicize it. Modicize it. But it's not from the exhaust. It's from the cell itself, the fuel cell, it, when so much hydrogen goes flying through it, it creates a, a sound that makes this cringeworthy. Huh. And, uh, but you can drive it up to a, a, a gas pump, stick the thing in and boom, it fills. I think it fills up faster than the gasoline tank. Wow. That's impressive. And uh, it's really fills up fast and everybody notices that that's a big, that's a big deal. Cause they're never going to get that with electricity. And what happens with the electric, you know, the problem with the electricity and all these 500,000 stations that Biden wants to put in. So you're driving across. Okay. I don't have to worry about it. Cause there's a bunch of, you know, it takes 15, 20 minutes to fill your battery. Let's say, and I don't see anything getting faster than that because it normally takes overnight on a regular, you know, if you're how your household charger, but let's say it takes 15 minutes. What if there's three cars lined up waiting to get charged? 45 minutes. An hour wait to just get to the pump. Yeah. No fun. No fun. We'll see how that goes. We're going to talk about EVs now. We're going to talk about EVs because something happened this week that was fascinating. There's a big announcement. It seems like General Motors makes an announcement every week. Uh, new $4 billion investment in electric vehicles in this plant. Another $3 billion in the uh, research and the development for this electric vehicle. Well, they made a big announcement. GM announced an electric... You need to listen to my, my sentence very carefully. Pick out the problem. GM announced a, a new electrified Corvette this year and fully electric sometime in the future. Do you see a problem there anywhere? 
well, what does it mean when you say electrified? Right. What does it mean? What does that what mean? What does that mean? Electrified. Does that mean it's a hybrid, maybe? I guess. So what I did is I wanted to find out because I was really pissed off. I'm like, what does that even mean, electrified? It's and, and you know what? They should knock the stock off of its of, of its ass because of something like this. This is just crap news. So electrified. EV types. I gave a quick chart that's going to be available on dhmplug.com. You can go to the episode notes for number 603, and it shows you the different kinds of possible cars that you can have. And I believe what this electrified means, conventional we know is not, right? It's just gasoline. Um, a hybrid electric is an engine with a small motor that gets charged by the you know, the, the hybrid electric. Then you got the plug-in hybrid electric. I think that's what they may be talking about, where you can run on both the engine from the conventional side of gasoline-powered as well as a battery. And there's a full electric as well. You see that, the different ranges? Yeah. I guess. Don't you think that the hybrid electric should have a check mark in the electricity? A column there on this chart. I don't. I think the hybrid electric. Uh, it doesn't. You, you don't plug it in. It the electric is generated from the motor. That's what that's saying. It's still electric. It's still electric. Yes, but they're saying how do you how do you charge it? That's what they're oh, talking. Okay, about. I see. Okay, I get it. I get it. Never mind. How do you charge it? If you okay. can't plug it in. It's yeah. Doesn't count. Yep. All right, uh, from the old Reilly Department, U.S. Treasury Secretary. And by the way, the hybrid electric is the way to go. I would think so if they can make it so that it's it, the the gasoline is an emergency and charging. So you run out of charge, you turn on the gas, you go and it charges your battery. Yeah. Seems great, but you know there's going to be those people like, well, you can't use gasoline because it's going to burn down the whole world. So that's a problem. Um, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen on Friday said it's worth considering, worth considering taking steps to lower U.S. tariffs on Chinese goods, given the desirable effects such as a move can have on lowering U.S. inflation. Yeah. That makes sense if you do that. Yeah, it does. It doesn't seem to be accomplishing anything. It's not moving manufacturing back to our country. We just cave. But, but I... I don't know. I mean, it seems we like we should probably. Well, you know what? You're right. We should just cave because we've already blown it. We've totally blown it. Yeah. So, uh, palm oil, big supply chain problem. Indonesia will effectively ban palm oil exports from April 28th until further notice. The president announced on Friday a halting of shipments of cooking oil and its raw material to control soaring domestic prices. Indonesia is the number one largest producer. Uh, an exporter of palm oil. Yeah, so it's one of the most unhealthy oils imaginable. But it's the one, number one most consumed in the world. Yes, because it's cheap. Okay, it's, but now it's- And it's very good at what it does. It has a high smoke point. It's good for making potato chips. Uh-huh. It has a good flavor. It has a lot of positive, good aspects, but it's unhealthy. Well, good news you're not getting it. Well, it is good news not to mention it. Mm-hmm. Stepping up, bars are going to start, um, some bars are starting to, to hand out- uh, Fentanyl test kits. <laughs> so, wow. So you go in there. That's and like, what it's come to. I got this stuff. I'm not sure what I would do with it. I was going to lay it all over the bar and 
snorted up, but uh, yeah, you get, do me a favor, give me one of those little test strips. I want to check this out. So fentanyl overdoses now. This is this 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 statistic I found amazing. This is frightening. Fentanyl overdoses are now the top cause of death among U.S. residents age 18 to 45. I don't know why it's residents versus citizens, but whatever. People in the U.S. age 14 to eight, uh, 18 to 45, surpassing suicide, car accidents, and COVID. Is that that seems unbelievable? Yeah. What are people thinking? Why did they stop just using anything? They put fentanyl cocaine now. You just have to get a clue. It's terrible. Terrible. The good times are gone. They're gone. Can't do anything anymore. Uh, Carl Icahn picking a fight with Mickey D's. They got all these pictures of pigs in crates all over the web. Have you seen these? No. They're like stuffed in sideways into these crates. They can't move these fat pigs and hogs. And McDonald's Corp said Carl Icahn's call for the fast food chain to stop buying pork from suppliers that house the animals in crates would be logistically unfeasible and prohibitively expensive. They said they don't need 300 to 400 times the animals housed today in crate-free systems to keep a supply chain running. Now, how many? How much pork does McDonald's use as a hamburger place? I was thinking the same thing. Is it the McRib? What's no, the it ha- well, it might be the McRib, but that's still not a popular item. It has to be the McBreakfast. Oh, the sausage and the breakfast, and the and the bacon. Yeah, but even though they don't, there's not a big bacon burger place to me, but maybe. Now remember something. This tells a story in a nutshell of what happens in the world. It everything's a great deal. The pie in the sky, it's wonderful until oh my god, it's going to cost too much. And you know what? ESG. The hell with it. It's all about money. Yeah. yeah. ESG's listed up. Right? Yeah, totally. And, you know, it's, everybody's like, I had a, a conversation with somebody, a millennial last night, and we talked about this whole thing about the company. It should be more about education and teaching and things of that nature and this and that. And the, but they just want to really teach people how to sell only. I'm thinking, because it's about the money. <laughs> what are you thinking? So Disney's in a spat with DeSantis. Yeah, that's pretty funny. The legislature revoked Disney's special tax status. Maybe it's going to cost about a billion dollars to Florida taxpayers now. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. The CEO of Disney should be fired on the spot. He's the one who screwed this up by getting by meddling in Florida politics when they have a sweet deal. Yeah, po- bad, bad, bad. Yeah, bad. Well, to his uh, to 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 his um, credit, well, not credit, but to his defense for a moment, he was getting a lot of pushback from. Disney people. The ESG folk? Yes, those people. Well, not only ESG, it was about the, as they call it down here, the don't say gay bill. Yeah. So. You can get pushback. A good CEO gets pushback about this and that, but he's got to, he's got to have a backbone and, yeah. and take a realistic look at what the possibility is here, which in this case is going to cause Disney a fortune. Fortune. Stock is at about 150 Forever. Yep. Exactly. They had a sweet deal which I've always thought was sketchy, but I knew about it. I knew when it happened, it was in the late sixties. They threw this deal together. It allowed them to have cast members rather than employees. So the labor laws would, would be not as, as targeted. They did all these, they had their own police department. They basically became a city state in and around Orlando. And it's a wonderful place. Clean. Yeah. Quite well. I'm saying they have their own buses. They had all kinds of stuff. But at the same time, they weren't paying, quote unquote, as the Democrats like to say, 
their fair share. Mm-hmm. And now they are. You got to pay the fair share. It has to be fair. It has to be fair. Do you know what everything being fair is also a part of? Another what? type of uh, another type of uh, of um, political regime. Socialism, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, it's all fair. It's got to be fair. Fair and square. Fair. fair and square. Coca-Cola and Pepsi put out some decent numbers and guidance today. That was nice. Microsoft actually was dipping down pretty hard after the close, but actually came up with uh, some really nice numbers, up about 5% after the close, which pulled the 1.5% post-market drop in the NASDAQ close to the even area, which was nice to see. Even after Google didn't do so well, big drop in the YouTube section of uh, revenue and revenue growth in YouTube for, for Google. So that was a problem. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, donation time. Please do us a favor. Go in and donate. We have uh, trophies on the way for the end of the year for the close to the pin, which is now running for Twitter, I think. Yeah, let me open this up. Let's see. Right click, open a new tab. Where is that? Here. I think it is... Uh, closing for entries on the 29th. So you have a couple more days on this. Twitter stock price now 49.68. So I'm sure there's a lot of people right at the 54 level on that. Let's see what else we have. Uh, oh, you can go over to uh, the the show notes the or the page, the website, DH Unplugged, and click on the donate button and uh, do your best to help us out. It's uh, very important. And uh, on another point and a big U-turn, Delta Airlines said this week, that it plans to restore flight privileges to about 2,000 customers who were barred from flights after failing to comply with mask rules. Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder why they bothered. Do you think these people are going to, because they want the business, do you think they're going to go back on Delta? I Probably not. And they're restoring flight privileges because now all of a sudden you could do it? Yeah. So these people Maybe, unruly or, wouldn't pay attention to the rules and they cause problems. I don't know what, you know, it's hard to say. It's probably the people that went out and refused to wear a mask, no matter how much times the steward say, hey, hey, put a mask on, put a Correct. mask on, put a mask No. And then they, okay, and they reported, put them at the end. They got, knew who they were because they were in a seat with as a number and they just wrote their name down and that was it. They banned them. It's, it's unbelievable, though, that they're turning that around for unruly passengers who are obviously... To a point that it was not just, oh, you're not wearing a mask, you're going to write up, you're done. It had to be very significant. I would think, but you don't know. Maybe it was just could have been anything. It's just weird. The whole world's just pear-shaped and weird. It's and out of control. It's totally out of control. It's totally out of control. All right, let's get to the stocks. This is a game that we play. It's not a solicitation to buy or sell any security. It's not a recommendation of any kind. Nothing on the show should be considered investment advice or a recommendation. If you choose to invest in any of the stocks mentioned, you should know that it may carry risk, along with the risk of a loss of principal. You should also seek out professional financial advice for your particular situation. We assume no risk as these are not to be considered recommendations. Horowitz, a company myself, or John C. Dvorak may invest in any of the securities mentioned, and we'll disclose that on the website under the weekly stock picks section. You can go to dhunplugged.com and see all the names we discussed in the segment, along with the performance information from the date discussed, as well as any additional important disclosures. Oh, good news. Your bank is back over 100% again. Yeah. <laughs> this keeps on going. Medtronic's still up and holding. Not going anywhere. Gold back down. Doesn't go anywhere. 
Kellogg up 15%, uh, Hudson Flat, Dead Money, Liberty Acquisition down slightly, Insight down slightly, Prophase Labs up 7%. Procore got stopped out for a 6% loss. Upstart Holdings, where we picked on 330 at show number 600 as a short because rates were going up, is down, and we have a profit of 35% there on that one. Uh, Twitter short didn't work out. That was, you know, it was, it's actually down a couple bucks from where it is. It's under 50 now. Um, Lira Therapeutics, which was Insiders, is flat. And I have one pick. Let me click a button here. Um, I have Amazon. I'm going with a old favorite, currently trading in the, where is it now? 2787 range. Going to come out with earnings mm, Thursday or tomorrow, Thursday. So we'll see what happens. I thought it was an interesting play. You know, uh, we saw that the numbers on Azure, which is Microsoft, is growing very nicely. So that should do well, you know, unless they took it all from Amazon. And uh, there's uh, the price hikes. There's the 20 to 1 share split coming. A lot of good things coming in a down market that is just punishing everybody. And everybody still is buying boatloads and buttloads of stuff from Amazon. That hasn't stopped. Yeah, I noticed. I have a bunch of stuff. Oh, bunch. I got to make some more room. Go ahead. I want to short NVIDIA. NVDA. Uh, you don't care what earnings are coming out, do you? Chart action. I don't like it. Don't like it. Uh, I want to short Netflix. Let me see when this. Uh, Momentum is the would be the key there. The video. When is this? Oh. When, when is the next? I'm trying to figure where the next earnings is here. Mm, May 24th. May 24th. So you got time. Okay, good. All right, so we're shorting, uh, sorry, we're shorting NVIDIA. Let me just put the old shorter Rooney on there. Short. Okay, you're shorting Netflix. Netflix. Okay. I should have done last Tuesday. I don't know what I was thinking. Um. And then I want to go long on uh, I-N-Z-Y. I-N-Z-Y. And this is a, a cl- really interesting insiders thing going on with this company. I think it's a, a candidate for uh, Pfizer or somebody to buy. It's a very strange pharmaceutical company that works on uh, rare diseases that have to do with uh, the inability of somebody to to create or to or they, they, they're like I knew a guy had this problem. He had so much copper in his blood. He had to have a copper, uh, had to have it removed every year or so through some dialysis-like operation. Hmm. And that's what these guys do. They do this sort of thing. But but one, two, three, four, five insiders all bought it on the same day, April nineteenth. Different amounts of just CFO bought. You know, just a you know a few uh, thousand bucks worth. But some there's millions involved. So I think yeah, it looks like something. Looks something. Somebody knows something. So I'm just jumping on that one. So and another. What that's was I-N-Z. the? What was the? Um, wait a second. Let me control C. Why is this doing this? Control V. Okay, let me do this. What is the? I don't know what's going on here. Ugh, I don't know what's going on. Why is this? Okay, I know what's going on. It has to be zeros. Zero, zero. What's the story with um, Nvidia short? Why? I just looked at the chart and I think it's going to, and I was looking at the, it should probably go down. Okay. What about Netflix? Netflix is a momentum. 
Momo. And then insiders. Okay, got that. That's okay. a riskier one at this point because you always get screwed by Netflix. But I'm just irked that I wasn't in last Tuesday. I understand. Um, did I did I tell you not to or something? No, I didn't. That was was I was brain fog. <laughs> now I have a couple others. I I don't want to load up, but the, really? the charge is kind of small. All right, good. Uh, you know, I want to I want to go long Korea fund. Oh. Interesting. Uh, what is that? Uh, EWK? KF, I think. KF, really? KF, okay. Let's see. Because Korea I Korea Fund, yeah, there you go. It's a common stock, okay. I think Korea Fund, I think that with the Chinese pulling these stunts, and I think people are starting to rejigger their supply uh, chains. I think Korea and the Korea fund has all the big boys in it. So they got a piece of Samsung. They got a piece of this. They got a piece of LG. They got a piece of that. Um, and I think that they will, even though they also rely on China, which is probably too much, but I just like Korea and I like this fund and it has a really outstanding dividend and it's just a winner. Okay. So I said China's loss. That's what I'm, that, that's my basic thinking. I could be off my ass on yeah, it. Yeah, more? I actually was thinking about a couple more. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay, good. I was thinking of, of investing in NEO. Oh, the Chinese uh, e, e, uh, electric company. Yeah, I've been wanting to follow it a little more closely, and I think this is one way I'd do it. N-I-O, enter. Okay, uh, let's take all this. These are buys, these are here all right this goes to delete it's just a lot of work getting all this and what's the reason for neo it's the tesla of china tesla of china that is a true statement that is a true statement we also have some people that listen to no agenda who work there ah they seem pretty jacked up about the company being pretty cool okay you're at your limit yeah (laughs) (laughs) at the limit all right, very good. All right, that sounds good. And uh, that's going to wrap us. Okay. All right, I'll talk to you next week. All right, bye. Thanks. You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon. Bye-bye. Now, I'm not broke, but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent, because I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. <laughs> yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a dent. All my dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now, here's a hint. I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care. No millionaire can give me the icy stare, because I got a dollar, my last dollar bill. Horowitz & Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.